At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. What's up and hello, here we go with a new show. I'm Tanisha Baker and I'm delighted and excited to host another edition of Talking With T, the show designed with your interest in mind. I'm blessed to address listeners with trending news, hot topics and more. It's May 8th and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, recently deceased comedian Don Rickles, past U.S. President Harry Truman, Little House on the Prairie actress Melissa Gilbert, the late heavyweight champion Sonny Liston, and Phyllis Wheatley, who is credited for being the first African-American woman to be published for her poetry collection. Today on the national calendar is celebrated as National Have a Coke Day and National Women's Checkup Day, which is always the second Monday in May. This week is National Teacher Appreciation Week, and tomorrow is actually National Teacher Appreciation Day. So be sure to celebrate the teachers in your community, those educators who have touched your life and the lives of your children. So, the theme this month is mind-blowing in May, and I'm sharing some mind-blowing facts and stories each week. This week, it blows my mind that 98% of all paper money in the U.S. contains traces of cocaine. How? I don't know. Also, if you live in Alaska for 190 days a year and are not a convicted felon, you get an annual check from the state just for not leaving, regardless of your age. But now, what really blows my mind this week is that I read that Flint, Michigan, is threatening homeowners with foreclosure notices for unpaid water bills. Wait, what? The report from the GRIO says that more than 8,000 homeowners are facing foreclosure over their water bills. In March, the city of Flint started issuing water shutoff notices. Yeah, this blows my mind. I really am going to need someone to explain this to me. And now let's check out a couple of our happy highlights this week. The first happy highlight is about Darlene Mullins, who first enrolled at Tennessee State University in 1962. She left college after falling in love and moving with her husband to Dallas to start a family. She herself nailed down a career by opening a spa slash salon. In 2013, with her children grown, Darlene asked her husband to take her back to where they met. Her husband, John Mullen, said that she gave up everything for him, and now it was time to follow her. Darlene will earn her degree in interdisciplinary studies with concentrations in African studies and communications. She's graduating summa cum laude and Phi Kappa Phi, and that's for those with GPAs higher than 3.75. And wait, did I mention that Miss Mullins is 72 years old? My next happy highlight is about an Ohio couple with five children who adopt six more siblings after initially taking them in as foster children so that the family could stay together. 
And not that it matters much, but it does require a big heart and willingness to embrace cultural differences since Christopher and Christina Sanders are white and they adopted Caleb, Kobe, Christian, Kaylee, Carson, and Chloe, who are black. The kids range in ages from 9 to 16. The last I saw, the couple was looking for support through GoFundMe so they could purchase a 15-passenger van. And now it's time for our hometown hero. And this week, it is Julia Toma Battle, known as the First Lady of Tabernacle Baptist Church with an angelic voice and a mother of 15. She is our Shiro because she stayed committed to a dream she had of opening a home for single mothers between the ages of 18 and 24. On this past Sunday, Miss Battle had the open house for Next Phase, which is described as a house of help, a house of healing, and a house of hope. Let's hear from Miss Toma Battle herself about Next Phase and what it has to offer. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. My name is Toma Battle, and I am the Executive Director of Keep It Real Ministries. The program is called Next Phase Single Parent Support. And what we hope to do is provide a plan, a place, and a purpose for young mothers specifically between the ages of 18 and 24. In uh, Tennessee, from 2004 to 2013, the percent of -of out-of-wedlock births increased 11% for mothers ages 18 and 19, and 24.4% for mothers 20 years and older. Babies born to teen mothers are generally at greater risk for uh, negative social and economic consequences. Those negative consequences impact every community. And what we envision is an atmosphere where every individual that really wants something different for for themselves would have access to uh, a safe place. In most cases, for the residential piece of this, we would be promoting and providing an environment that is about healthy living holistically. The plan is called an individualized life plan. It's holistic in nature. Every resident or participant will be ensured their success in developing all the skills necessary to maintain and sustain themselves and their children. And we hope that at the end that each individual, each lady will find their purpose. The program includes a few things. The College of Expectations includes relationship training and building through a program called Within My Reach. Each participant will go through faith and finances to learn how to budget and maintain a household. Each participant will also be engaged in uh, just basic life skills training. We'll be doing things like in learning how to, to do some basic gardening, some simple things around uh, on the grounds there, and um, just giving every possible tool we can in investing in a real, concrete, positive way, walking alongside someone who might not have had the support that they needed before. We're not creating another social service agency. We're trying to um, 
disciple and mentor and just walk alongside. We A lot of programs will put you on a path and then take the legs out from under you later on. We want enough time to be able to see a transformative change and actually just not even necessarily a change but some tweaking and people be able to come out of this knowing that they have absolutely everything they need. Each resident will be paying $50 a month and part of that, half of that, will go into an IDA account which it allows for matching grants to, to happen for them and at the end of their stay, whether it's two or three years, whatever has been saved, they'll take with them and be able to put that as a down payment, have a savings, have a backup and just, just everything, it's, it's about putting them on a path and walking alongside of them for a little while on their journey. Long enough for them to know that they have everything they need to be able to sustain themselves and to be viable and productive members of a larger community that loves them. And then they should be able to give back um, and mentor some of the women that will come after them. Uh, so that's the program in a nutshell. And I'm just excited about uh, what's about to happen. You're inside Talking with T. Let's see what's going on for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. 82 Shabbat schoolgirls have been released by Islamist Boko Haram militants on after more than three years in captivity. It is reported that more than 100 schoolgirls are still unaccounted for, but for these 82, there was a joyous reunion with their families. Ebony Magazine, which was founded in Chicago in 1945, is relocating to Los Angeles and is laying off a third of its staff on the way. Now, I saw floating around several media sites that Trump is suggesting that offering financing for HBCUs may be unconstitutional. So I'm going to leave that right here for today, but we'll explore more about this next week. Trayvon Martin will receive a posthumous degree from Florida Memorial University. Trayvon Martin's parents will accept a Bachelor of Science degree in aviation during a commencement ceremony on May 13th. Jay-Z's Rock Nation management firm signed Van Jones from CNN, who hosts the show The Messy Truth, which gets people with opposing views to talk. Van Jones is one of my favorite political commentators, and I'm excited about his joint venture with Jay-Z. Now, let me slide in that for those of you who enjoyed John Singleton's movie Baby Boy, actor Tyrese says a Baby Boy sequel is on the way. My final quick bit is about Knoxville's own Tennessee State Representative Rick Staples, who was able to get three Knox County bridges named after local African-American trailblazers. The three are Reverend Harold Middlebrook, Commissioner Diane Jordan, and the first African-American undergraduate student at the University of Tennessee, Theotis Robinson, Jr., you can read more about this passing legislation and more about the accomplishments of the three honorees through the link on my website on today's show. All right, listeners, for today's show, I have with me P.R. Pam, our top investigator, most often instigator, who's going to cover trending news with me. And we're going to start off with the story we heard about last week. 
It was sad. The news was about a mentally ill black student that had stabbed four students at the UT Austin campus, actually killing one of them. And this was tragic. You know, um, we feel for the victims and their families, the campus. But there's a flyer that's been posted around campus with the caption, Around Blacks, Never Relax. And there's a silhouette of like a guy holding a knife. And so this has been placed all around the campus. And I, I was just thinking, seriously, because we could go tick for tack with this. Yes, thank and you. It's very rare that we do things like this. Mm-hmm. And we have agree, you know what I mean, as hard as it may be, that we're going to try not to generalize a stereotype of group of people based on the actions of one or some. Because when something continues to happen over and over, it makes you wonder if there's a certain trait running through a group of people. For example, when it comes to police brutality and our African-American men and boys. But this, however, this generic message not to relax around blacks is not acceptable. And I mean, last week, a white man opened a fire at a pool party killing a woman and injuring six others, and all of them were people of color. So I don't think that ignorance and hatred are partial to one race. No, bless your heart. It does not discriminate at all. Right, right. Well, USA Today reports that experts estimate that up to 7,000 bodies are buried on the University of Mississippi Medical Center campus. Now, these bodies are believed to be that of former patients of the state's first mental institution, which was built in 1855. And the underground radar shows that coffins stretch across 20 acres of the campus. And school officials were looking to actually build and expand on this land, but it would cost $3,000 to exhume and rebury each body which would cost as much as $21 million. So I was just thinking, when they first built the campus, did someone inform them that they were building it on top of this massive graveyard? Like Somebody obviously didn't do their homework. Yeah. Or somebody was keeping a secret. You know how people are when they're looking for a profit. And, mm-hmm. But mm, there's a lot of bodies that's, down there. I was about to say, that's a whole lot of bodies. Mm. And I wonder if well, they were uh un you know, unclaimed bodies, some of those. You know, like I don't you know, know, you know back then when people, they said they were patients at that mental institution, so you know, I think back then people kinda put people who had some mental challenges in these institutions and really just left them there. Yeah, just left them there. That's yeah. true. Well, eighteen members of Beta Theta Phi fraternity on the campus of Pennsylvania State University, have been charged in connection to the death of Timothy Piazza during a pledge ceremony. And during this hazing activity, pledges were ordered to drink like enormous amounts of beer. And this, of course, is another sad case of hazing gone wrong. And there was one guy I read um, in the news that thought that maybe something was wrong with him and they should call 911. But the rest of the fraternity members were drinking, oh, he just passed out or whatever. And so I know they could all just kick themselves, you know, that old statement, if I would have or if I had just called 911, if I had just 
not tried to make him consume his body weight in beer, all of those things. Because, again, I think we've had these stories before, but as a parent, we have so much to worry about. And the last thing you really want to worry about is that your child is going to lose his life to hazing. Yeah, that's true. It, it happens. And it does. You know, it, happens, it probably happens more than is recorded. You know, look at, just think about all the cases where the person didn't die. Right, right. Well, speaking of campuses, um, last Monday, bananas were found hanging from strings in the shape of nooses in three different locations on America University's campus. And I dare say that the bananas were marked with AKA, Lord Jesus. And, you know, I'm just thinking, same story, different day, in a different location, which means hatred, bigotry, not centralized, widespread across this great U.S. of A. I think the story most trending in the news this week is about Jordan Edwards. And the shooting, or let me say killing, of Jordan Edwards by a Texas police officer who shot into a car of teens leaving a party. As many of us outraged, yes, again, because people like myself, I, I, I just can't understand why it continues to happen. You know, the thing this month is mind-blowing in May. This might be one of those things that is blowing my mind. Like, we're almost at our two-year anniversary. and most weeks, we have talked about something related to hatred or brutality or the killing of an unarmed black uh, male, whether it be an adult or even our young babies. And so it seems to me that Jordan Edwards, who's with his two brothers and two friends, were actually doing the right thing because they were leaving this unruly party. And Officer Roy Oliver has since turned himself in. He's been charged with murder. And Jordan was a 15-year-old honor student, you know, had his whole life in front of him, goes to a party, which he should be able to. That's what kids do. Party gets out of hand, him and his crew leave. That's what we would tell our sons to do. But the fact that he's an honor student really doesn't make his death any worse than any of the other lives that have been lost to police violence. But it does go to show that regardless of how we try to raise our boys right, they're not exempt from this horrible plague in our country of these African-American men and boys losing their lives at the hands of police. So originally the officer had said that the car was going in reverse, heading aggressively toward the officers. But thanks to those good old body cameras, we now know that the car was heading away from the officers. So I guess that's why they were able to charge him with murder. And then, of course, Jordan's parents are suing the officer and the police department. At the same time, we've learned that officers won't be charged in the shootings of Alton Sterling as the Justice Department's report said there was insufficient evidence. No sense to me at all. I know none, none of it does, right? None of it does, is and in 2000, just think about it, in 2016, there were 963 people fatally shot by police. And 400, over 480 of those were black. And now mm. keep in mind, there have only been two officers that have been charged with murder in all those cases. Are you serious? Jordan Edwards and 
what is the, the guy that was killed by the not Oscar? It was a guy recently that was killed by the subway police. Two people. Now, I'm, you know, I'm happy about the arrest, but I'm more concerned about the conviction because they always seem to get off when it gets to that point. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So only two have been convicted. Yes. Only only mm. two have been charged. Oh. And that's just recently. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to do some research and see if we can't pull all those numbers together and see what they look like. Because I see what you're saying. You know, they well, charge them to make sure they quiet down a little bit so people won't go yeah. buck wild in the city. Yeah, it seems like they charge them just to pacify us. Yeah, go, we charge them, we're going to, you know, pacify them. And then when it comes time for the trial and all that, something always happens where they get off. And and it's, it's crazy. Well, why do you think, I'll tell you what, we're going to have our listeners weigh in too. Why does it keep happening? Like, what in the person makes them say, well, I'm willing to risk my pension, my freedom, and all of that because I'm just going to shoot this man because I'm a police officer? And it seems like after, you know, it's been going on for years, look like officers wouldn't keep doing it. Like they would say, well, I'm not going to do this because I know what's going to happen, you know. Right. You know, family going to get threatened. Uh, they, I'm going to make it charged, you know. I could get fired, but they just don't care, and then they lie about it. If it wasn't for, just think of all this that has happened before, before they got dash cam videos and before right. people had cell phones to record. Just think of all the police that have killed people that we don't know about. Well, they probably need the same training as this Texas judge I'm going to tell you about. He's been ordered to racial sensitivity training because he posted on Facebook, that a tree and a rope were needed to take care of a man who'd been accused of shooting a San Antonio police detective to death. Now, we can't excuse the fact that his name was Otis Tyrone McCain, killed a policeman. We're not agreeing with it. We don't think anything's right about it. However, Judge James Oakley made a very inappropriate comment about the consequences he should receive. I mean, if he thinks he should receive the death penalty, okay, say that. But once you tack on some specifics, talking about a tree and a rope that are very specific to the history of a certain race of people, you've gone too far. I mean, I know he's been ordered for this sensitivity training, but I don't know that he should be allowed to try cases when it's obvious he has some kind of feelings about African Americans. That is true, I and mean, they always want to do reference to get a rope in a tree or they need to be, you know, we need to hang them and things like that. Why do they have to go to that description? Like it's not right. Like it's obvious what you're trying to say. Right, right. They're trying to turn back the hands of time, but we're not going to turn them back that far. I mean, right, because we, we are not. Yeah. Our grandparents and great-grandparents or parents. Right, right. That's true. Well, I tell you what, um, that's it for this bit, Pam. Hopefully we'll have the crew all together next week, and I can't wait to hear what everybody has to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And I guess Jeff stay awake so he can say it. All right, now. I have a few local announcements for Knoxville, Tennessee, which include the Knoxville Comedy Splashdown. 
which will take place on May 27th at the Homer Hamilton Amphitheater at Chilhawi Park, with our very own P.I. Pam hosting the show. Also, as a reminder, tomorrow is National Teachers Appreciation Day. Let's show our educators how grateful we are for the task and job they have of educating our youth. We are also ready to continue cheering on Chris Blue and making sure we get our votes in one more week as he rises in the voice competition. The Talking with T-Team would like to congratulate everyone celebrating in this graduating season. We wish you much success and would hope that you continue the journey toward your dreams. We discuss many topics on Talking with T. And if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call area code 865-409-1170. We want to continue our celebrations of T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit the website and look for the nomination tab. This week's Hometown Hero, J. Toma Battle, was brought to you by the Village of Knox. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Follow your passion. It will lead you to your purpose. Oprah Winfrey. Remember where you heard the words and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.